Good morning, this is James, and you're listening to The Morning Show on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello, and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Tuesday, April 4th. It's Fun Drive Week at CHMA. You can help support keeping local voices on the air in your community by becoming a monthly CHMA sustainer. Check out chmafm.com for details. Coming up on today's Tantramar Report. I, I, I couldn't give you a date today as to when we would be ready to introduce that again. But I will tell you, absolutely, it is our goal. Horizon CEO Margaret Melanson was in town on Monday to address Tantramar Council. And though she brought good news about nurse staffing levels, she could not say when the hours of service at the Sackville Memorial Hospital ER would be able to increase again. We'll have more of what Melanson had to say coming up shortly, right after today's briefs. Today is the annual last lecture at Mount Allison University, and it's back in person this year at Convocation Hall. The last lecture recognizes graduates for their contributions to the Mount Allison and Sackville communities and features a final lecture for the year given by a professor selected by the graduating class. This year's lecture will be delivered by English department head Dr. Robert Lapp, who is retiring this spring. The event starts with a chocolate and champagne reception at 6.45 p.m. in the foyer of Convocation Hall, and the lecture begins at 7.30 p.m. Two Tanchamar councillors are raising questions about abandoned properties in their wards and what the future holds for them. In recent town council meetings, both Deputy Mayor Greg Martin and Councillor Debbie Wiggins-Colwell called attention to buildings they say could pose a danger. Wiggins-Colwell told council that a property across from the post office in Dorchester has been vacant for 30 years, and recently the councillor got a call alerting her to kids playing in the abandoned house. Last Friday, I got a call from the postmistress saying there was three young young kids in the building playing, that if I could go look and, and, and uh, see if they were okay, she, they were scared that they were going to get hurt. You know, this, and this building has been boarded up for almost 30 years and still nothing's done with it. So Wiggins Caldwell told council her chief concern was the risk of injury to kids or anyone else finding their way into the boarded up house due to its dilapidated condition. Deputy Mayor Greg Martin has a similar concern over in Jollicure at the crossroads of Parson Road, Lucifee Road and Jollicure Road, where a former community hall lies vacant. I just want that building to be secured, whether it's tear it down or board it up or do something so that somebody doesn't get hurt. In it. At its April meeting, Tanchamar Council will consider first reading of a renewed dangerous and unsightly premises bylaw based on those currently on the books for Sackville and Dorchester. The bylaw gives the municipality the power to clean, repair, or demolish buildings that have gone through a rigorous complaint and evaluation process and then charge the costs to the property's owners. Both the Dorchester and Jolly Cure properties appear to be owned by the provincial government, specifically DTI, the Department of Transportation and Infrastructure. A spokesperson for DTI says the Dorchester property is currently following the disposal process under the Public Works Act and that building staff are currently looking looking into the Jolly Cure property to determine ownership and next steps, which may include declaring the building a surplus. Service NB lists the site as owned by NB Supply and Services, a former provincial department which ceded its responsibility for government buildings in 2012 to DTI.
Martin says he has heard from constituents that the Jollicure Hall is beyond repair, and so demolition might be in order. He's hoping the spot could be used for a green space if the building can't be salvaged. According to the province's website, surplus properties are first offered to other government departments, then to municipalities, before being put up for sale to the general public. Martin is also curious about the future of another abandoned building, but this time it's one that's still in good shape, the former Visitor Information Centre in Aulak. DTI says that building is currently a surplus property, which DTI staff check on periodically throughout the year. It's winterized and unoccupied, and there are no plans for the property other than to divest, according to spokesperson Tyler McLean. The building does not appear on the province's list of surplus properties for sale in Westmoreland County. Martin says there's potential for the Aulak property and possible community interest. I've had a few, not many, but a few people in my ward uh, suggest uh, things like our own little tourist center or uh, a craft place to sell local crafts to the tourists. It's an amazingly good spot. It's terrific. The amount of traffic that goes by there, going to not only to the big stop, but to Truman's Farms for ice cream, that spot is amazing. But right now, it's a matter of what the province wants to do with it, whether it would be available, and what it would cost to maintain it and repurpose it or, you know, non-profits could use it. The former Visitor Information Centre is beside the Aulak Big Stop and near the entrance to Fort Beauséjour. Martin says once he knows the status of the building, he would like to consult with residents about its future. Once I get information, and if I see there's an opportunity, then I would go to the community and say, okay, what can we do with this? How can we make it work? What is the community willing to put into it? That would be the thing for me. That's Deputy Mayor Greg Martin. Many people are experiencing tax hikes due to increased assessments and rising rates in some parts of the new municipality of Tanchamar. But over at the big stop in Aulak, property taxes are less this year than they were three years ago. According to Service New Brunswick's property online system, the tax levy for the Aulak big stop, not including the truck stop area next door, was just over $82,000 this year. But in 2020, the tax levy for the same property was just over $85,000. That's because the assessment on the property took a dip in 2021, knocking about 10% off the Big Stops tax bill that year. The assessment went back up in 2022, but actual taxes due have not returned to previous levels, likely due to spike protection, which limits annual tax increases. The Big Stop and surrounding properties owned by Irving Oil Limited recently sold in a massive internal land deal involving over 100 properties province-wide, mostly gas stations and surrounding properties. The deal saw Irving Oil Properties Limited sell the properties to Irving Oil Limited for $42.7 million. Irving spokesperson Catherine Donchemont says the land transfers were part of standard internal reorganizations at the company. Now for today's feature story. Horizon CEO Margaret Melanson was in Sackville on Monday to address Tantramar Town Council. 
Counselors heard that while there is now a full staff of nurses at the Sackville Memorial Hospital, a return to 24-7 service at Sackville's emergency department is still months out due to a shortage of doctors. Here's Melanson answering a question from Tanchamar Counselor Bruce Finney. We have the nursing staff, that's not the issue. The issue is the medical staff coverage. Um, I really don't want to reintroduce additional hours and then have to retreat again from that. And so our next um, leap would hopefully be that we would be able to be open until at least midnight and then from there look at what will be the model for an overnight service availability. Um, at this point in time, um, as mentioned earlier, it is very much predicated on medical staff coverage. Um, we've had a few interests that have been provided to us, which we're definitely pursuing, but um, I, I, I couldn't give you a date today as to when we would be ready to introduce that again. But I will tell you, absolutely, it is our goal. Melanson said that at least two additional full-time emergency department doctors are needed to fully staff the Sackville ER. But the health network is also considering piggybacking on Moncton ER staffing. I will say as well that we've been in conversation with Moncton Hospital because we do feel as well um, that there was an opportunity perhaps to be leveraging their resources to also be covering the Sackville Memorial Hospital Emergency Department. And so, um, you know, it may be that it's a combination of physicians that are recruited that would live in Sackville and work pretty well their, their full-time position at the Sackville Memorial Hospital Emergency Department. However, most likely it would be a combination with people from the Moncton Hospital that would be coming out to cover ships. Melanson also said the Horizon is looking at the possibility of using physicians' assistance in busy ERs, such as Moncton, to lighten the workload for ER doctors. Melanson was in Sackville in part to celebrate the accomplishments of Horizon's collaboration with local volunteer group, the Rural Health Action Group. Much has been said publicly about the work on recruitment and retention, including the design of a website geared towards attracting healthcare workers to the area. But the Action Group has also had a number of volunteers who created a service design working group, and they produced a report and recommendations for Horizon, which Melanson says the Health Network is using to inform its plans. Only trouble is that report is not available to anyone outside of Horizon or the Rural Health Action Group. Though volunteers submitted the report and recommendations on behalf of the community to Horizon in the fall, the group has yet to release it publicly despite requests to do so. Nonetheless, Melanson says the recommendations laid out in the report are being outlined for implementation. There was an in-depth review of the current healthcare services in the Sackville area and an analysis of those gaps and opportunities. And this was created by the service design working group, which were a grouping working group um, comprised of members of your community. And I will say that they did a fabulous job and they presented a very fine report to myself and other members of our executive team back in the late fall of 2022. And so as a result of these recommendations having been brought forward to Horizon, we have a plan now that we would like to outline for implementation. Melanson told Council that recommendations included prioritizing addiction and mental health addiction resources, improving access to primary care, enhancing existing team-based practices such as a health clinic and nursing home without walls, enhancing prevention, wellness, and education, improving transportation, and improving long-term care. Both Melanson and the Rural Health Action Group Chair John Hyam made references to new clinics in their comments on Monday. It's not clear what either has in mind. 
though they referred to team-based primary care clinics and also wellness clinics focused on preventative care. In his closing remarks, Hyam indicated that the future governance model, how Horizon interacts with the community, is one of the big questions that needs to be answered and the role of municipal councils will have to be considered. We now have to think about Collaboration 2.0. How are we going to do this? We need different people. We need to actually do things now. Last time we could just tell Horizon, well, you should probably try this or this. But now we actually have to find places for clinics and and uh, find residences and, and you know go out and recruit and attend some of the the, for the sessions where we could recruit. And so uh, that's where we're at, which is a positive, but it's not... Uh, an easy transition that we're going to go through in the next little while. That's former Sackville mayor and now co-chair of the Rural Health Action Group, John Hyam. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Tuesday, April 4th. This show is made possible by funding from the Local Journalism Initiative and by local donors. This week, we're asking listeners to consider becoming sustainers for local radio in Sackville. You can find out how to support your local station at chmafm.com. As always, you can get in touch with CHMA News anytime with comments or questions at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Hello, you are currently tuned into CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And now the weather. Today, sunny, increasing cloudiness this afternoon, wind northwest 20 kilometers an hour, becoming southwest 20 near noon, high plus 5, wind chill minus 13 earlier this morning, UV index 5 or moderate. Tonight, cloudy, periods of light snow beginning this evening and ending overnight, clearing before morning, amount 2 centimeters, wind southwest 20 kilometers an hour, becoming light after midnight, low minus 1. Tomorrow, sunny, becoming a mix of sun and cloud in the afternoon, high of 12, UV index 5 or moderate. Tuesday night, clear, low minus 7. Wednesday, sunny, high plus 2. Wednesday night, snow, low minus 5. Atlantic Industries Limited, also known as AIL, We'll be holding a job fair on Tuesday, April 4th at the Tantramar Civic Center in Sackville. With the opening of the new plant, numerous job opportunities will become available in both manufacturing and administrative positions. So bring your resume to the job fair, meet the local AIL team, and interview for jobs on site. A morning session will be held from 10.30 to 1, and an evening session from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. For more information and a list of jobs, visit AIL.ca slash jobs or submit your resume to careers at AIL.ca with Sackville in the subject line. The Sackville Meditation Group meets every Monday evening at 6.30 p.m. at the Sackville United Church, which is located at 110 Main Street. Join like-minded folks for an hour of mindfulness and awareness in a sitting meditation followed by tea and conversation. For more information, call Ryan Weens at 506-536-4390. 
or visit sackville-meditation.ca. On Sundays at 1 p.m., Live on KEXP brings us new live session performances from emerging artists to well-established acts spanning styles, genres, and cultures. Listen to Live on KEXP from the comfort of your home on CHMA 106.9 FM. Full video of all Live on KEXP performances are also available at youtube.com slash KEXP. La place est vide, vieux Montréal L'équipe technique fait son ménage 1er janvier, hier, what a night Oh what a night Fuck Coupe en champagne, les feux, les estrades Full fanfare, arrêt sur image Aperçu au large, rejoint à la nage Laisse faire la bouée, ma loge est juste à côté Minuit à peine passé Il l'homme est encore collé Mon camp s'est embarqué mmh. Mais qu'est-ce que tu me fais J'ai perdu la tête, ma vie elle est parfaite Depuis la nuit d'hier Mais qu'est-ce que tu me fais Je joue aux eaux fières Suffisait d'une flèche Pour me mettre en laisse Comment ça se fait Comment tu fais Mais qu'est-ce que tu me fais J'ai perdu la tête, ma vie elle est parfaite Depuis la nuit d'hier, mais qu'est-ce que tu me fais Je joue aux eaux fières, suffisait d'une flèche Pour me mettre en laisse, mais comment ça se fait Comment tu fais Mais qu'est-ce que tu me fais Soudain, ça c'est pas mon genre Pur scorpion, papillon dans le ventre T'es la constante, logé entre mes temps je pense aucune envie d'être sage Hope to you baby Rien sur le side Soldat c'est décidé Arracher le tag Jeter au plancher Impossible de retourner Thank you. 
I'm Marsha, and I'm at Cranewood. Right now, you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in beautiful Sackville, New Brunswick. With April being Poetry Month, here is your chance to showcase your work. The town of Tantramar would like you to submit a video of yourself 
performing your original poem for a chance to win a great prize. Submit your video poem to hashtag tantrumrpoet or email it to d.cadman, that's d.cadman at sackville.com before April 14th. I'm staying. Let me get a track just to make sure I'm Baby, keep on turning 